This is an RNZ podcast. Kia ora, good afternoon. A second harbour crossing in Auckland will start construction by 2029. According to the Prime Minister, it will be one of the biggest and most significant transport projects the country has ever seen. For more on this, including the... It was TVNZ's Chris Chang with the Midday News Bulletin on Thursday, leading with the huge news about possible new tunnels for Auckland and building new bridges. But further down the bulletin, news of burning bridges at another media outlet. Hokimano, welcome back. Radio station Today FM has been taken off air this morning with one host telling listeners, quote, we're all going to lose our jobs. Well, that host was Toba O'Brien, who said things a lot less quotable for daytime TV news as well. We were told that we had the support of everyone, from the chief executive mm. through to the board, through to the executive, and they have... And Duncan Garner, who follows Toba O'Brien on the air in the mornings on Today FM, said he felt betrayed. Uh, we were told a number of times that this was a, a long-term project because radio is one of those projects that you, you know, you have to settle in uh, and slowly but surely get your numbers, get your ratings, get get your revenue. And this is what we were we were told. Now it's highly unusual for broadcasters to vent about their own employers like that on the air for everyone to hear. That's often a sacking offence or, at the very least, a severely career-limiting one. But Tova O'Brien, who had to fight a legal battle against a former employer to join the station in the first place, wasn't holding back last Thursday morning. People within this building have been leaking against us from day one. Is that right? And we have been scapegoated as well within MediaWorks. This whole company is doing badly. We were part of this company. We were supposed to be part of future-proofing. Yeah. This and it wasn't just we a love. case of one or two hosts going rogue at Today FM that day. Later on, a wider crew of the station staff all gathered together in the studio to air grievances about their company and their fears that their time together was coming to an end. I don't know how much longer we're going to be on air, so everyone grab a mic. What's the deal? It sounds like it's over. It was indeed, and those who tuned in heard the plug being pulled on that extraordinary on-air revolt soon after, like this. We've been told to come, is, we're coming off here. This here. is it, guys. I thank you for your phone calls. Uh, I thank you for, for all your phone calls, all your support, all your love. And um, this, is the, this is, looks like it's the end of us. We've been, we've been pulled off here right Without now. Without even yep. given a chance. Thank you we're for listening. Thanks, folks. Wow. Young Blood by the Naked and Famous signal the end of the road for the station with the slogan, News That Moves Us Forward. Other songs on the playlist soon after that included Hang On, Help Us On Its Way and Slip Sliding Away by Simon and Garfunkel. However, Today FM was launched just one year earlier with a hiss and a roar and loads of investment and promotion and extremely frequent idents and trailers voiced by Paul Henry. We'd love to hear what you think about the new Today FM. The all-new Today FM. News that moves us forward. So what went wrong? Well, it turned out that Wendy Palmer had called a meeting in which staff were told that the board of the company had proposed closing the station quickly to save money, but that staff would have until that afternoon to try and talk them out of it. Among those clearly not believing that that was a good faith offer was producer Tom Day, and the emotion in his voice was clear when he spoke to a video crew from the New Zealand Herald outside the Today FM headquarters. You know, if you lose, lose the news... Lose news outlet, um, that's that's one less piece of information for people. We kept going uh, during Cyclone Gabriel when they had nobody else to hear. But in spite of millions invested in the launch and promotion of Today FM and some bold initiatives like podcasts and Tova O'Brien in Ukraine with President Zelensky, the ratings didn't ratchet up. But that was no problem, said the head of news and talk brought in to run the new outfit, Dallas Gurney. 
He told MediaWatch a year ago that MediaWorks was in this for the long haul. Now, the chief executive who hired Dallas Gurney, Cam Wallace, also insisted he was also committed to news and talk radio. But last month, Wallace resigned to take up a job in Australia, and earlier this month, Dallas Gurney announced he was going too. And in that guerrilla broadcast on Thursday, Tova O'Brien said it hasn't been the same since. We haven't been able to get the same level of assurance Mm. from the board, from our acting CEO, about what the future of Today FM looks like. And bearing in mind that we came into this organisation with this promise of a long-term strategy, we were going to go for at least five years, and that's when we were going to start seeing seeing the results. They had our back for a they number had our of back years. From the CEO to the executive to the board, this is what we were told. And when I met with the acting chief executive last week, I could not get those same assurances. So when the station staff and stars heard of an all-staff meeting all of a sudden on Thursday, they had a bad feeling and they shared it with their listeners. We are, you know, as far as I know, the books are pretty good for us. And um, I've been told that, that, you know, the numbers, they tell the story. And so hopefully that is the story. But there were not enough listeners and too little revenue, according to the interim boss, Wendy Palmer. In a recording of that all-staff meeting leaked to media, she told MediaWorks workers that Today FM costs were around $7.5 million a year to run, and the revenue for this year was likely to be just 6 to $6.5 million. Based on the financial position the company has found itself in, she said, the board has decided to close Today FM. Now, for anyone still listening, later on Thursday, there was only more music until an announcement at 5pm that day that Today FM would be replaced by a new station in April. And at about that same time, almost all the content online, opinion, audio, and even painstakingly produced podcasts, including the current affairs series The Core by Wilhelmina Shrimpton, vanished from the site and MediaWorks Audio at Rover and every other platform where you might get your podcasts. And on the air, there was just more back-to-back tunes, which didn't seem entirely random. Now, just in time for the 6pm news bulletins, MediaWorks released another statement signed off by the stand-in CEO. And this said that MediaWorks, like the entire advertising sector, is impacted by an environment with lower revenues and higher costs. And... At the request of the MediaWorks board, we have undertaken a review of the entire business to identify further areas of potential cost saving and to reshape the business for the market conditions. Now that's the sort of language that media companies used in 2020 during the peak of the COVID crisis to cut costs and jobs in some services as well. And TVNZ's One News said it isn't just MediaWorks feeling the pinch. Yesterday, Sky TV axed 170 local roles. One economist says this is a tipping point and other industries will follow. So we look at the advertising sector as somewhat of a leading indicator in regard to where the other parts of the economy could be going. That was the opinion of economist and pundit Cameron Bagri. But just last week, the Advertising Standards Authority released the annual summary of the sums our media companies pull in from advertisers. And in 2022, it was a healthy $3.4 billion, and radio was doing okay, pulling in $276 million a year in ads last year, up from $264 million in 2021. So if it's right that Today FM was pulling in only about a million dollars less than it cost to run after just one year on the air, was it really a good call to pull the plug now after all the investment and effort of setting it up? 
And given that MediaWorks is one of two companies that each owns about half of the country's commercial radio stations, can it really afford to scrap its only news service? And given that MediaWorks is mostly owned by a Californian private equity fund that wants a profit, is it really their patience that's running out faster than the money or the will to persist with Today FM? Now, unfortunately, MediaWorks declined to be interviewed at this stage of its process, and so did former board members and executives of the company. Matt Mulgard leads the radio department at the Auckland University of Technology, and he's been involved in radio for over 30 years as a broadcaster, manager, and now a researcher. In 2021, he co-authored a study called Dollars and Listeners, which showed that commercial radio in New Zealand has managed to keep both listeners and its share of ad revenue over the past three decades. It's a tough time to be doing a talk station for sure, and I think the equation came more from the owners of the company than the um, head office in New Zealand. So, yeah, it's a tough one because I think the you know ultimately the the owners of the company want to sell it, and they don't want on its books a radio station that's losing money. And I don't think the fact that it was only losing a million dollars compared to um, its, its revenue was actually really that important in the end. It just cost too much, and they had to get rid of it. This is. A big deal in a sense you have effectively a duopoly in New Zealand commercial radio, two companies owning a roughly half each of the market, MediaWorks is one of those, and can they really afford not to have now any credible and effective news service, even for all those other uh, MediaWorks stations? Because Today FM and the newsroom that served it was that news service. It's obviously the calculation is that it's uh, no longer financially worth it for them to have that talk product in a, in a really good news and current affairs offering including a big newsroom. So if they're running just music stations and that's the new strategy, then they'll actually um, save money by not hiring journalists and not having those big costs around news gathering. Um, In a lot of ways, music radio is a lot cheaper to do, a lot easier. And the audiences are much clearer. They're much easier to target. So one of the things that MediaWorks does really well is target younger audiences. Perhaps they'll add a new music channel, which is much cheaper to do. It was just a big cost. It was sucking out revenue, sucking out cost from their overall News doesn't matter as much as it used to for them. Sure, but if uh, you look at the legacy of this company, uh, before it was MediaWorks, it was CanWest, and before that, all the way back to Radio Pacific, through all its different iterations, it's had a talk and talk back and news element. This is really the end of perhaps 30-plus years of history in, in talk radio and, and leaving us really with, with one brand in News Talk ZB that's available nation- nationwide. Yeah, it is. It's it's quite shocking in that sense because we don't have any competition for News Talk ZB and they really did need competition because it, goes, it keeps them on their toes too and it keeps everybody in the market honest, including Radio New Zealand. I mean, a news and current affairs offering um, on the radio may not be their main strategy anymore. There's um, lots and lots of platforms now. You look at the spin-off and newsroom and all the different ways you can get news and current affairs which are not just radio-based. So I think the calculation for them was, well, you know, is it really worth us playing that sandpit when we can do other things much better and get this company looking like it's making more money um, and get it ready to get sold? After the uh, company declared finally Today FM was no more and a new station would replace it eventually next month, the content of Today FM has effectively been wiped from the website, even stuff they invested in pretty heavily, it seems. For example, current affairs, podcasts. Uh, a lot of effort would have gone into that. It's just all gone which is in a way quite shocking but it also points to another thing which is this wasn't just about radio at today fm this was a a multimedia project as well so it was an innovation and that level does this mean we're also losing digital era news that also will be impossible to replace 
that's what Today FM was doing too. It was it was well made. It was designed for its audience. It was multi-platform. Those things were really important to what I think Today FM's strategy was, which was going ahead five to ten years. You've got this um, broadcaster, which is also platformed on the internet, has all sorts of ways you can interact with it. I mean, I, I was looking forward to the election and having Today FM on for the election because you've got Tover O'Brien and Duncan Garner, two fantastic political journos. They could do multimedia stuff around that that would really, you know, help us hold these politicians to account as they're trying to get our votes. Um, that is a shame because that web stuff is really uh, where the future is and to lose that and just to have it taken down and disappear is also disappointing, really. Yeah, and the management has said, look, there will still be digital offerings uh, that they're going to consider as part of the replacement. Um, but, you know, I guess they've got staff capable of, of doing it. But we've seen some of the starkest comment about the distress and the betrayal they feel. It's going to be difficult. But do you think they actually will follow through on that? They could do it without having the big stars. That's maybe a strategy they could say we no longer need the Tobas and the Garners to do that because we can just do it with um, the staff we have now that are not the big names. That is an option. You could do it low cost ish. I'm yet to see it. It's strange that they've taken all the content down and just completely obliterated the brand without having anything else ready to go, or at least a message for potential um, viewers of that stuff that we'll be back. So it doesn't seem they've really got that right in their sights right now. Finally, it was extraordinary, wasn't it, what unfolded on Thursday? An on air revolt like that, very very unusual. In a sense, they pitched it as, or particularly Tovar O'Brien did, as we're on the side of the listeners. You know, We've all been let down here, and they were broadcasting on behalf of the listeners and prepared to diss their own management in really blunt terms. In fact, X-rated terms in, in her case. Uh, but do you think that was a, a good thing to do in the service of the listeners, or do you think that, I mean, that was bluntly also grandstanding and unprofessional behaviour because, yes, they were unhappy, but not everyone who loses a job as a result of a harsh and sudden management decision gets to um, air their grievances like they did? Yeah, I said it elsewhere. It was a fiasco all around. I mean, management should have been planning a much easier process. They should have made sure that everything was in line before they decided to pull the plug or let people know it was going to happen. Not ideal to do that on the radio. It's a lesson. I mean, it's also quite shocking how compressed the timeline was around this and they were given until five o'clock that night to sort of come up with new ideas. So I've never in my 30 years had anything like it. Um, I think it's <laughs> it's a real example of how not to do this stuff. So if your students were to ask you, you know, hey, Matt, did the uh, Today FM people do the right thing of siding with the audience and telling it straight and being transparent with them? Or uh, would you say, yes, good, good on them for that? Or would you say, no, guys, don't do that because, you know, you're there at the behest of your employer and, you know, you also represent them? Yeah, I want to say the first one because I'm not good with authority, but really I'd say the second one because, yeah, you do damage your professional standing. You could have said the same things later on in your Twitter feed that you said on air and let it out that way. I'm not sure um, if they, in the cold, harsh light of day, they are so happy with it now. But, yeah, I wouldn't say do that. I would say think very carefully about what you do when this situation comes up. And it will be something we'll talk about next week for sure. Some of the comments in the public statement from, from MediaWorks saying the advertising sector is under pressure. However, we've just had last week the annual figures from the uh, Advertising Standards Authority of turnover. Overall media advertising up, radio advertising up, 270 million odd. And in your paper a couple of years back uh, called um, Dollars and Listeners, you showed that over 30 years, radio share holding at about 10 to 12% over years and decades. Is it is this 
today FM's closure really the sort of canary in the coal mine they seem to be saying? I mean, radio is one of those advertising mediums that tends to lose pretty quickly when a recession hits because that's a cost that just goes out the door of businesses that normally advertise. So I think they were looking at it and going projection-wise, but we can't see how we can get this thing making enough money for our owners to be happy about it. Um, it is a real shame because it isn't actually about the talent or about what they were doing or attempting to do both on air and online. It was actually just about what could happen to the finances of MediaWorks. Yeah, and TVNZ, for example, and the television side of things, which looks a bit more into the future than radio and other media, has also been downgrading its forecasts. And however, do you feel we're in a, like a new period now? We're having public investment in the media through things like the Public Interest Journalism Fund, and we're not going to have the public media entity now that we are now entering a period where fundamentally it's going to be much, much more difficult for commercial media to operate? I don't think it's any more difficult than it has been in the past. I think we're going through another um, period of rapid change, also of how companies see what they offer as um, audiences change and shrink. Um, We know radio listeners are tending older now, so part of the challenge for companies like MediaWorks and anyone targeting a young audience is where do you get them and how do you get them to engage and stay engaged in what you're doing? So I think um, in terms of revenue, that revenue is shifting to digital platforms. Um, All the broadcasters are looking at that and going, how do we actually capitalise on those audiences that are fickle, flipping around, going from TikTok to to Instagram to my radio station to this to that? So I think um, what we're seeing is a shift in revenue um, targeting and how how the commercial media especially thinks of itself as a platform for advertising. And, um, I mean, this has been seen in things like Bryan FM, which is a local low-powered FM network through the South Island and a couple of North Island ones too. And they they only take sponsorships. They don't take ads. They have sponsors of particular categories. So they won't have two car dealers. They won't have two supermarkets. They only have one of each. And that pays the bills and makes enough money to keep everyone happy. So they've thought about what does radio mean to our community now and how do we make advertising work for it? They've changed the model completely. And I think all of them are thinking that way. What do we do beyond a 30-second spot that adds value to advertisers and makes money for us? And that's the big change sweeping the industry at the moment. And it's got a digital factor too, you know. How do we use digital to make money? That was Matt Mulgard, who leads the radio department at Auckland University of Technology and who's been involved in radio for over 30 years as a broadcaster, manager and now a researcher. And he was talking to me there about MediaWorks' decision to close Today FM.